everybody, welcome back to the Lucky Dog Podcast. This is your host, Mr. Roach. Today we're discussing Mr. Robot, Season 1, Episode 2. This episode is called EPS 1.1, 1 and Zeros Impact. Elliot declines a job offer from Tyrell Wellick, interim CTO of Ecorp. Elliot, increasingly paranoid, uses more morphine than usual. Darlene visits him at home to bring him F Society, surprising him. Mr. Robot and F Society want Elliot to destroy an Ecorp offline backup facility called Steel Mountain by hacking and an adjacent gas plant and causing an explosion. Elliot backs out because he does not want to risk the lives. Shayla is Elliot's drug dealer and friend. When Elliot notices Fernando Vera, Shayla's supplier, abusing her, Elliot collects evidence against Fernando and turns him into the police, despite Shayla's explicit instructions not to. Meanwhile, Cisco, an unknown associate of the Chinese hacker group, the Dark Army, hacks Ollie's computer with a CD given on the streets. Elliot and Mr. Robot discuss Elliot's fallout with his father. Elliot told his mother of his father's terminal illness, despite promising his father he would keep the illness secret. Mr. Robot pushes Elliot off a railing onto the Rockstone Beach below as punishment for not keeping his father's secret. This podcast is sponsored by EliasRushMedia.com, photo, video, digital media. This is an episode I was trying to remember from back in the day. I always remember it being much slower um, in pace, uh, mostly surrounding just what what was happening compared to the first episode there's so many new characters so many different storylines going on i always remember it being way more um much more character based especially in this episode um let me adjust here we go okay so um this episode opens up like i said with the Tyrell Wellick um scene in him Offering the job to um, Elliot. And it's kind of surprising. You know, we really do find out that Elliot does not want the money there. He says, even though he finds out the information, he's going to be a multi-billion, multi-millionaire in a few, in, within five years if he accepts the job offer at uh, E Corp, then um, he, he's still not interested. It's, it's, it's quite interesting. That's not what he's looking for. Um, we also are introduced to um, Mr. X. Uh, well, it's, his name's not really Mr. X. It's uh, Jeremy Holm, who plays Mr. Sutherland, who is the uh, the lead bodyguard guy. I think that we'll probably see him surrounding the, the uh, Tyrell storyline the most. Um, I like his... Uh, the way he carries himself is, is very determined, almost Jack Bauer-esque. Um, talking about uh, 
Oliver Stone movies and whatnot. Seems to be pop culture junk, junkie. Um, the um, introduction of Fernando Vera is um, it's intense. You see that he's already pushing around Shayla, and we see eventually throughout the episode what happens to the, you know through the. Um, through the pretty intense scene of uh, him sitting down and clearly he had been abusing Shayla for a while and she was drugged and whoever and who all, whatever else happened. Um, some pretty terrible stuff. Um, I will say I love the direction of that scene. Um, I'm kind of jumping around this episode because we've kind of discussed the majority of it. Hold on. There is... One, hold on, scrubbing through. So, um, there is one scene that is really intense. It's, uh, it's, uh, uh well, I'll, let, let's, let's go over one, one scene first. This is him bringing us back to speed. What, you think I forgot about you? Trust me, I need you now more than ever. We gotta get to work. Hacking Tyrell well like you'd think it'd be tricky, but it wasn't. Evil Corp's corporate mail servers, they haven't patched anything since Shellshock. He doesn't even use two-step verification, and his password was just his wife's maiden name in Sweden's Independence State 66. One six away from the obvious, but still, this is bad new practice. Uh, he calls him the devil, I guess. Emails. His life is nice, happy, perfect. This doesn't make sense. Did he know I was gonna hack him? Did he let me? So this need to wipe everything. This really initiates a pretty intense scene of Elliot going through and um, you know wiping everything, and I remember when I first saw this, I was like, "Holy shit, this is some intense wiping, microwaving, and getting rid of all the SD cards and microchips and shit like that." I was like, "This is some thorough shit." Um, one thing I don't ever remember seeing uh, or ever catching on to the first time is while all this is happening, he's uh, he's probably doing a little bit more morphine than he's uh, supposed to be doing. And uh, in addition to that, he's also checking out... Uh, it looks like a happy photo of him and his mother on the beach. It's interesting that uh, we don't get a full family photo at this point. Um, so yeah, there's a little look at that. And it looks like he puts that in his pocket later continues to do more drugs while all of this is uh taking more than I should I'm breaking my rule but come on it's an off week so he discusses taking more uh drugs than usual and I think we even talked about in the first time in the first episode how we said that he was trying to justify how many how much drugs he does and how that it's he's not addicted to it but yet he's already um going past his one rule in this um you know, he's already going over the amount of drugs he normally has. So uh, this also leads Elliot to do some small uh, 
small things you wouldn't think of that were a big deal as of right now. I don't know if it's a big deal, but he goes to kick his gas furnace. He, I just assume because the furnace doesn't work very well, but um, it seems to be a reoccurring thing uh, that happens throughout his um, throughout this episode. Honestly, so uh, that's at least one time that that happens. Um, he takes out his uh, pup that he realizes he needs to start taking care of that uh, flipper, and. Um, you know, continues to look at that photo of what we believe is him and his mother. Um, and so I, I like this little scene of him trying to help, uh, you know, Flipper go to the restroom. I did, I completely forgot that he was snorting morphine um, before going into work. I mean, no wonder he looks so damn paranoid walking into a daggum all safe um, locale. On everyone's mind, screen might as well be the same thing nowadays. How do I go back to work after this? So How can I focus on anything? Discussing about the Terry Colby of it all, I was surprised that the entire workplace would be watching what used to be probably a lot of their bosses um, on screen. There was no other televisions on anything else. It's not going to be much, but it's the best I can do right now. Um, and of course, Elliot doesn't really care about money too much. Probably doesn't feel that he deserves it. Um, a little bit guilty. Um, but it, it does raise something that, uh, I kind of forgot in the first episode. You know, what, what would, um, if Terry Colby was the IP address that had popped up on whoever was, uh, supposedly hacking, you know, hacking the system... Why wouldn't you go to your boss about that first? And it felt kind of like he he overstepped his bounds in it uh, with Gideon. Um, we're also introduced to the uh, the what is it called the Evil Corp uh, hack not over video, which is the uh, I believe we're supposed to believe by this point it is F Society. Your financial abuse of the poor, your corruption of governments, your cover-ups of the murder of innocent ordinary citizens, all for the sake of profit. This is why we at F Society decided you must stop. We are malicious and hostile. We do not compromise. We are relentless. We will not stop until every tentacle of your evil monstrosity is sliced off with a nerve. But we are also not without mercy. Our latest hop was our last warning. Meet our demands and we will consider not destroying you. First, release our leader, Terry Colby, from your illegitimate prison immediately. Second, release all the people of the world from your even more illegitimate prisons of debt. Third, dissolve your corporation and donate all your assets to charities around the world. Now these are really, I, I don't know, like that would never happen. A corporation is just not going to dissolve everything and give their stuff away. No one's going to release that, uh, release Terry Colby. And I don't know, just a lot of the demands on this video, I, I didn't realize how were just so insane and probably wouldn't be taken very seriously for a while. And yes, at the very end, it shows the F Society, um, the, the F Society logo. So I was just like, um, Okay, it's kind of an intense video. I'm honestly surprised we haven't seen anything to this degree. This, you know, um, I, I guess a lot of social medias would not entertain anything this serious. Um, that would that would be my guess. 
the next scene, we are introduced to Michael Dreyer as Cisco, and I think Michael Dreyer as Cisco works perfectly. I would have guessed that this guy is, um, acts like this and everything he's in. I'm pretty sure I, I haven't seen him in pretty much anything else. Uh, he's in Sneaky Pete, Blue Bloods, Bull, um, and a little bit of Law and Order, and uh, Shades of of blue, I guess, I don't know, and Royal Pains, looks like a lot of television, um, so, I'd be curious to see how he is in other, um, media, um, I, I love the dialogue and direction that is given between these characters, because everyone feels so fully realized, I mean, even, uh, with, uh, what's his face, Ollie and, uh, Elliot and Angela all talking to, uh, to each other, the fact that it's coming from a single writer, I believe, this episode specifically. I, I know uh, Esmail had a couple of, uh, you know, additional writers on season one, but overall, I love the way that um, everyone's written. Um, yeah, he does. He has. Uh, this was Sam Esmail's directorial debut as well on this series. Um, let's see who else we got. Um, yeah, okay, so Cisco gives, um, his, uh, CD to, uh, Ollie, tells him to hook him up with track two, um, let's see, um, okay, he walks in, uh, Elliot walks in to Darlene taking a shower in his, in his apartment, and he's just very startled, and she's instantly just disgusting off of the, right off the mark, um, I'm stealing your clothes. My dress has cum stains on it. <laughs> Jesus. I am just messing with you. My stuff is just in the washroom and the this for the time being. Oh, by the way, your dog shot on your bed. You gotta walk that thing. <laughs> so, uh... Oh, I love that little dog the way that he's looking up so cute um Shayla looks like she has an interesting expression when she sees uh Darlene um in the door frame and or in the doorway um when she's give, given the dog Darlene just seems like she's kind of just like floats around doesn't you know goes from here to there she doesn't want to be in a committed relationship evidently She's like, what an asshole. He tried to propose. It's like, well, okay. Um, I don't know. Uh, she's purposely, you know, a tad shady, I believe. Uh, you know, and then we have poster watch. Be part of the solution, not the pollution, which is uh, pretty interesting. Um, maybe that's just an eco message they tried to throw in there for this one. Um, so... Uh, this episode's forty some about forty five minutes, fifteen minutes less than the last one, which definitely feels like it's a lot less of a chunk to bite off. Um, okay, so Darlene's taking uh, Elliot to F Society headquarters, and on the way there, it's kind of weird. You know, these people were just busting moves, like dancing right outside the uh, <laughs> the F Society building. Like, what is going on there? It's some weird shit. Um, it's, it always feels like a weird world that they, they've created and very strange. 
um, almost hyper surreal in a, in a way. Um, so she brings him in and. Uh, Goddamn ducks! Hey, hey, man. What the? Oh, shit. Sorry, sorry, dude. Um, okay. Uh, anyway, just awesome work, man. Really awesome. Right on, man. Right on. Real cool. Great. So now that we're all done going down on each other, can we please hear the plan? Where are we at with Steel Mountain? If I'm not mistaken, these lines aren't 100% safe yet, and we still haven't made the Colby Project disappear. Seriously? It's been weeks. Any links or traces would have been owned by now. Uh, the lines are clean, boss, I swear. Thank you. I mean, um, if it makes you feel better, Romero and I can check Great! Out. Make me feel great. I'm gonna hang back over here, collect my thoughts. So... They kind of have a weird interaction of, you know, everyone congratulating Elliot for whatever he helped with. It's it's kind of um, foreign to him at the moment, except for the possibility that it's all revolving around what he did for Colby, you know, on, pinned on Colby. Um, but Mr. Robot kind of butts in and says, you know, uh, you know there's some things that are unfinished and it really takes over the conversation. Um, uh, it is kind of awkward, but it's, a uh, you know, it, small things in the scene tell us a lot. Like, you know, uh, the, what was his name? Uh, um, Mobley, who's played by Azir Khan, uh, you know, goes for a handshake and he, you know, he's trying to congratulate him saying you know thank you and Elliot pulls back again he's like oh fuck that you know I, oh, don't 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 touch him don't like doesn't like being touched um so throughout this next scene um it's the explanation of having to you know blow up i think the gas pipeline or whatever besides steel mountain and Elliot is just not not feeling this. Um, Disappearing again? I'm not killing anyone. Leave me out of this. You don't get to disappear from this. We can do it with or without you, but you're a part of it either way. Yeah, even your stupid hoodie can't protect you, bitch! This was a mistake. I gotta turn them in. Should I turn them in? Will I get into trouble? So, um... You know, he's he explains how he's culpable, which he technically is. He's, you know, put his foot into it, into the uh, pot or whatever you want to call it. Um, and from here, this is where we see the Fernando Vera scene. A um, couple things about the Fernando Vera scene is the uh, the painting on the wall. It looks like blood running running down behind him on the, uh, I don't, it's not a painting, it's um, some sort of, um, like, uh, uh, tribal-looking uh, rug on the wall of some sort. I don't know. It looks very interesting, and all of this red that surrounds him really just kind of depicts on how evil this guy probably is supposed to be. Um, and through the monologue, we really find out how terrible he is. You know, drug dealer, abuser, you know, probably racist, sexist, all of that. Um 
pedophile, everything. All he's all of the above. He's he's the worst of the worst. But uh, the guy that plays him, um, Elliot Villar, um, he's excellent. I think he. I didn't even recognize him in the IMDb page. Um, if this guy's been in anything, he's also in The Affair, also in Sneaky Pete, and uh, Tell Me a Story as well. Hmm. Let's see what else. So, uh, we also find out that, uh, the drugs that Shayla gets are supplied through, uh, Fernando Vera, and the connection that Shayla has with Fernando is because of Elliot, and that, that, that pressure, and just knowing all of that makes all of this scene just that much more worse, especially knowing that Shayla is in the bathroom, knocked out, drugged from whatever, and, uh, you know, uh, assaulted on every level. Um, Fernando is a deep character in a way that you would never have guessed someone of this statue. He's always talking about, you know, stars aligning, um, you know, what does your name mean? You know, the, oh, that shit's real powerful. To, you know, he's got these uh, the mannerisms and the way he talks. I mean, he is... He he is full on just power. Um, I don't know power trip and Elliot is what I would call it if that's if that's the right word. I I don't, I don't even know if that's the right word, but uh, I mean he is all up in Elliot's face with a gun and he's just standing there in his tidy whities saying, you know, you don't really need these, do you? No. Oops. You're the only reason why I met Shayla. Yeah, I'm the only nigga in town carrying everything, including your precious suboxone. So, in a weird way, I should be thanking you. You brought her to me. Your star orbiting with mine gravitationally brought me the love of my life, Elliot. I mean, this, us being here, this has beautiful meaning. Make no mistake, that girl in there is mine. I don't know what I'd do without her. Now, I don't know what kind of arrangement you have with her before, but... So, I mean, we see how bad Fernando is, just how shitty of a guy. Um, the following conversation with Shayla is, you know, uh, she doesn't remember anything. She doesn't want Elliot to go to the police. She doesn't want anything. That has to do with you know removing the status the status quo. She wants everything to remain the same. She needs his drugs. He gives the best deals. It's it's just a fucked up situation, and so you see that Elliot tries to take this um, situation in his own hands, um, realizing how bad of a person um, uh, Fernando Vera is. Um, from there, the next uh, oh also he is. Um, also, she asks him to stay the night with him just to, um, you know, while she falls asleep. And so from there, he goes, does some nice inner monologuing. I've Shayla before, but he's graduated to rape. Just like Shayla, he's left me no choice. He can't be allowed to exist anymore. So this leads into one of the most interesting scenes that I'm still trying to figure out what it means. You know, Elliot looking at the two photo, uh, two 
water paintings of the the farm, and uh, it one on the left it shows uh, a bigger farm with people going into the farm, and on the right side it shows uh, either the same farmhouse or a different farmhouse with people playing outside. Um, so people were going inside on the left one, or people were going outside on the right one, and there might be also someone watching everyone go on the the left one looks biblical to to me honestly i'm not really sure um and i don't think that's ever really explained um throughout this episode um just wanted to point that out you know he's always observant perhaps you should like start that. with how you're feeling so in this uh specific scene i i felt like he really kind of he he blew up in front of Krista in a way that he normally doesn't do. I mean, he, he full on goes on, you know, shut up, shut up, stop talking kind of thing. And she calls him on it. She says, you know, you, you've, uh, um, let me see. It's the illusion of choice. Half of us can't even pick our own, our cable, our gas, electric. The water we drink, our health insurance. Even if we did, would it matter? Now, if our only option is Blue Cross or Blue Shield, what the fuck is the difference? And this is showing clips of Fernando on the street. In fact, aren't they, aren't they the same? In front of the cops. Not that that comment was funny. No, man. <laughs> our choices are prepaid for us. Long time ago. I'm sorry you feel you have no control. Thought I was doing something good. It's part of this project. He starts to explain how he was part of the F Society, but not into that degree. He, you know, he was part of something that was uh, going to make a change, really. But from there it it kind of goes uh south for him in a way um when she uh when she starts calling him on on his way that he he might have felt the way his father felt and that's kind of the reoccurring theme throughout this he could have fought the company that caused it. He could have told people about it. He could have sought better care than what he was getting. Instead, he did nothing. Maybe your father felt the same way as you do now. After all, like you said, what's the point? It's different. What's different is you've found options, Elliot. That's the power you have. That's the control you own. You don't have to just take what life gives you. Come on. Tell me what is going on with you. I cannot help you if you keep me in the dark. Shut up! I hardly remember him getting upset. Shut with up! Her. This is when she called. You got under your eyes. You're yelling. You're jittery. For the last month, I have seen you slip into old patterns, she old behaviors. Know. She should know. What is going on? He's on that shit. He's on that shit. 
And so from there, it uh, goes into the uh, wrapping up of the Fernando plotline for this episode. Um, we also see Angela and Ollie are uh, trying to get in contact with uh, Elliot with no luck. We also see that Cisco is spying on um, Angela on the webcam, or just both of them at the same time, and also uh, texting the Dark Army or the, this uh, Chinese hacker group. And yeah, this is, I, I guess, we're uh, two for two on naked women on this series, I guess. I didn't even realize it, but I mean, it is silhouetted and whatnot, but I'm just like, okay, so I, I don't... I, it's things you don't really think about when you first watch the thing. But anyways, it's extremely um, what the, the, uh, wrong when it comes to the privacy uh, aspect of it. Like, Jesus. The, I remember watching that for the first time, seeing Cisco spy on everybody. I was like, I need to put a fucking uh, piece of tape over all my webcams now because now I'm going to be paranoid. Cisco's damn watching me in the bathroom or something like that. I was just like, what in the heck? This is it's paranoia at its best, um, if there is a best at that, um, uh, when it comes to the tech side. Um, for this next uh, scene, uh, Elliot meets Mr. Robot at uh, the pier, and they have a deep conversation regarding how uh, Elliot treated um, his father, through some of the last, through his final years, and uh, something that was probably not, um, not something that is something that you don't want to talk about all the time. Uh, you know, just uh, hard aspects that have to do with, uh, with dealing with sickness in the family and and uh, having to have a relationship with uh, two different parents that are having two different important things going on in their life and one of them is telling you not to you know don't don't tell the, your mom or don't tell your dad all my secrets you know i need you to stay confined within me and that's a lot of pressure on uh, uh son daughter siblings whatever it's a lot of it's a lot of pressure i remember i tried to hug him tell him i'm sorry and, and so th he's uh this is the scene where he's explaining um, how he had to tell his mother about his father's uh, sickness, even against his father's will. Kept shoving me away, shoved me so hard. I fell backwards out the window. I fell and I broke my arm. Never spoke to me after that. Couldn't even look at me. Even the night he died. We good? So from there, I mean, we. It sounds like his dad was kind of an asshole. If if that was the case, if everything he's saying is word for word, he says that you know he, he told his mom the entire story. His father got pissed. He got pushed out of the window. Um, there's no flashbacks with all of this, so we don't really have anything to confirm all of this. But it is pretty intense. Um, Mr. Robot pats uh, Elliot on on the shoulder, one of the only times that we can actually see some sort of physical uh, interaction with Elliot, but um, there's some explanation about what he and his father. Oh, 
Oh, bye. So that actually is the sound of Mr. Robot throwing Elliot off of the curb. Sorry, off of the curb, off of the uh, the balcony. Um, it is quite jarring to see somebody that you don't really know on on the screen just do that to somebody all of a sudden you're like oh fuck I thought they were you know buds I, I didn't see this happening like that um I remember when I first watched it I was like what the fuck oh my gosh is he okay was that how far was that drop like um you know you can't kill the main character in the second episode can you or you know what what is going on uh so tons of questions coming out of that um personally this is one of the episodes I would I much prefer to talk about in spoiler section, mostly just because you know it's, it's it's been a while since we've really addressed any of that. But overall, this is a, a great second episode. It it flows nicely into the first one, fits nice like a little puzzle piece. It has uh, tons of these uh, side storylines, side plots that are going on, you know, regarding the entire world relic of it all. Um, you know, the, the drug addiction aspect of it, you know, the hacking aspect, you know, all of his best friends that have all of these small little, uh, no, they're not even little, they're the, all of these plot lines that you would guess they're relatively small, but become really big within the, um, the character's own life. So let's talk about this episode and spoiler section real quick. Um, so now, if you have seen through season three, continue listening. If you have not, pause, come back, you know what to do. Um, so now, we are in the spoiler section, and I would highly advise you you to have seen all of this already. So, um, the, the first three seasons completed. Um, so, we're in the spoiler section right now. There's, I mean, I would say that there's, you know, tons to talk about, but there's really not. I mean... Even the first episode, it's uh, Elliot declining the job from Tyrell does say a lot, but it doesn't really say that much about Tyrell. Um, Wellick, we do see some more uh, drug addiction problems within Elliot. Um, like I said, Shayla, it's kind of hard to like guess. Um, the, the, all the the entire Shayla stuff is just hard to watch because you know it's ultimately going to happen to her. Um, and the Fer- Ferrando or Fernanda um, Vera stuff. I was um, I completely forgot about the Fernanda Vera stuff on this episode happening in the second episode. I- I'm pretty sure this would have been highly bingeable to watch when I first saw it. I'd be like, damn, I gotta see some more of this because this this antagonist is crazy bad. Um, uh, the picture with him and his mother. It seems that they look like they have having an okay time at the beach. Uh, from what we know, like, him and his mother have a terrible relationship. Um, we don't get too many flashbacks that really define the relationship other than that it was, ab- you know, she was abusive and she wasn't that great to him. But in the context of them hanging out at the beach, why is Darlene in none of these photos? Um, I believe it's at the end of this season that we see this photo projected on um, uh, 
Times Square and it's the entire family minus Darlene. Like, what is the what is the deal with not having Darlene in any of these photos? I feel like this it's it's got to be relevant. Otherwise, she would be. Um, Gideon giving Elliot a raise. This is also this hurts to watch because we know what ultimately happens to Gideon. Um, I always thought that the uh, in the and then in the next scene we see with uh, Christian Slater under the uh, the first video of F Society. Um, which means that it is Elliot under there. Um, I wonder if he knows at that point that that's him, or he's, he's got a feeling it is. Not really sure. Um, one, th- I, I I love the the intro to uh, Cisco and him interacting with Ollie and Angela. Like he's like, yo, I'll you know I'll you know if I like it, I'll tweet it out. I only got like forty seven followers, but it's growing. Like. The small details they give, they write on uh, Ollie is hilarious. I, I, I love how goofy this fucker is. Um, uh, okay, so everything regarding um, Elliot and Darlene seems to be so well hidden and uh, so well kept. Uh, it, it's There's so much of a secret in it that it's hard to... Um, talk about it in the non-spoiler so when you're seeing it in this context you're like oh my gosh he just walked into his you know into a shower where his sister was and uh she's you know she would be acting that way and you know he would be all what confused but how would she not know that he's completely forgotten everything at this point because he looks constantly confused um, he's asking her how she knows where he lives. Um, like there's definitely clues in this that should indicate that he has memory loss at this point. Um, and they do kind of lead the viewer astray. I, I noticed that especially with, uh, this scene and then the scene where she takes him into F society um, I also think Shayla probably already knows that that's his sister because she says nothing to Darlene at that point. She just kind of looks at her and it, and it doesn't really look like Darlene wants to talk to Shayla at, at that point either when they're in the hallway. So, um, continuing on, oh, I forgot to mention that it looks like there's, uh, people following them again when they get onto the, uh, train and she's kind of like spontaneous in the way she jumps in and out of trains kind of like she's being followed but you can't really tell if she's just being jumpy like that's just her personality or if that's really what's going on and so it really creates this uh stream of paranoia um once again that guy dancing outside of f society building fucking weird i don't know what to say about that um it also re-watching the the scene with uh all of you know Trenton Mobley and uh, Romero all trying to interact with uh, Mr. Robot and Elliot in that scene is awkward as fuck, but, I mean, he, Elliot just kind of turns off him, you know, his acting until while Mr. Robot is doing his thing. And it's, at this point, you're supposed to, I guess, realize that Elliot's uh, the one running the shit. Um, So, let me see. Um... Mr. Robot definitely dismisses everybody in a way that he he just does not want to talk to anyone. I want to know what Elliot is supposed to be doing in this scene. Is he talking to himself? Is he talking in his head? 
like there's so many questions I had right here because there's so tons of times where Elliot's just staring at Mr. Robot and I want to know what in real life what was going on during those scenes. Um, so uh, also Darlene at the very at the very end of uh, when Elliot is explaining, you know, leaving F Society building, saying that I don't want to be part of this, that type of stuff. He's just like, buck this. She's like, um, she seems to be a full game for exploding this, you know, plant. I was kind of surprised on that. I didn't think anything that they were doing was going to try to, uh, you know, require removing uh, or, or killing anybody within the uh, this gas leak uh, blow up or whatever. Um, we're back on the Fener uh, Ferrando Vera um, scene. I can't remember if this fucker gets killed. I really hope. I remember in season three he comes back, but I don't remember if this guy gets shot or killed or what happens to him. But he needs to get his. And I'm, I, I hate knowing that Elliot releases a ton of prisoners and uh, lets Fernando go for almost a season and a half. It's uh, heinous to think about, and uh, just in the world and the context of this, I know it's not real, but it's just like, damn. Um, him and Shayla, that's just heartbreaking to watch and kind of talk about, but um, Frankie Shaw does an ama amazing job as Shayla. Um, I completely uh, forgot how quickly that, you know, uh, Elliot removes um, Fernando by, you know, calling the... Uh, the cops on him, and or you know tipping off the police or whatever, and it's uh, you know it's a thing. It's <laughs> um, it ultimately comes back to bite him in the ass, which is kind of it's this weird karma that this show definitely plays with. Um, I don't remember uh, Elliot ever spazzing on, um. Krista in any in any scene. I remember in season three, it almost felt like it got sexual when Mister Robot came out. Um, and I'm at this point, I'm pretty sure she has no idea of Mister Robot. Still trying to figure out what the heck the, the the gas leaking. You know, it's not gas leaking, but it's you know he's always trying to kick his furnace because to turn on. I wonder if that's a thing, just a New York thing. Which this show definitely does feel like a New York show with the uh, with all the positioning. It, it feels like. Uh, I, I don't know if it's Brooklyn, but it definitely feels like right off the main strip, kind of. Um, uh, let's see. Um, yeah. Uh, Ollie, I can't really remember what happens with Ollie, although that we see is kind of a dirt bag. Um, let's see. I don't really remembering while uh I don't even know why <laughs> um Cisco has to watch Angela change it just seems really unnecessary I guess to just give the extra creep factor um let me see and there's almost no information about who he's texting or who he's emailing regarding the dark army um, and this whole last scene, it's shot so dynamically, um, I guess anytime there's motion, it just feels like, uh, it's never handheld, and, and that's what really, 
um, sells it in a way. I don't know. It's like low creeping camera wide shot coming up. I don't know. It's, it's it it's uh makes it feel a little eerie. So Elliot rolling up and explaining how uh, to Mister Robot in this very last scene. Um, I do feel like this kind of last episode is a is kind of a we need some we need something to make them watch the next episode. So what what's the best thing we can do? Okay, so let's endanger the life of our character. So that's what happens, and I don't ever recall that it bites them back in the ass, except in a way that they might think it's like a suicide attempt at this point. And he, I remember at episode eight, seven or eight is when they show that he jumped off himself and that Mr. Robot was never even there. I mean, when I saw that, I was like, whoa, you know, <laughs> I, I wasn't like blown away, but I, I thought we were going to see something else in that video besides him just falling off because they show it so many times. Um, but yeah, so another great episode of Mr. Robot, couple of, uh, what look like obvious flares to make you want to watch the next episode, but I mean, isn't that the point of television? Uh, <laughs> so, um, yeah, I appreciate everyone listening to the Luck It All podcast, Mr. Robot Season 1, Episode 2 review. Check out all the new Look It All podcasts uh, on your favorite podcast provider, and uh, if you're feeling kind, if you got a couple quarters, if you got a dollar, whatever you got, it definitely helps keep the lights on streaming all the good stuff support the podcast at paypal.me slash the podcast um i've got a couple of hidden movie review links in the show notes if y'all are looking for some additional content and uh for more mr robot keep on listening subscribe comments questions concerns email the lucky dog podcast at gmail.com twitter lucky dog podcast facebook Um, Facebook link is below. Twitch link is below. Instagram link is below. This podcast sponsored by EliasRoushMedia.com. Thank you for listening to the Mr. Robot Review. And goodbye, friend. Take it easy, friend. You already know what it is, friend.